Welcome back to episode number five of the Nick Broadhurst Show. I'm your host, Nick Broadhurst. You can catch all of my music at www.iamnickbroadhurst.com. And if you want to see me on Spotify, you can go to iamnickbroadhurst.com forward slash Spotify. And that song was my latest single called Open Wide. And it's actually the title track of my upcoming tour around Australia in January and February. You can get tickets for that at nickandmelissa.com. And I'll be touring with my beautiful wife, Melissa Mussini. It's a real special show. You know, I've never seen anything like this. So just very, very excited to get this out to the world at last. And that song, Open Wide, I wrote, really, it's about my wife. A lot of my songs are about love, whether it's past love or current love. But this one in particular was about when we met. And please do definitely check out the full song at IamNickBroadhurst.com forward slash open wide and listen to the lyrics. It will make a lot of sense when you hear it. But the chorus is, he said, how does it feel when you open wide? She said, what do you see when you look inside? And when we first met, our relationship was all about opening. Our entire tour, which we're doing, is all about opening wide and For me, that was the key to transcending a lot of things which I guess had stuck to me over the years, things that I had repressed, past hurts, past heartbreaks, and moving through that. And the key to that was getting into the heart space and opening wide. So I hope when you hear that song, you can definitely get a feeling of that. So very excited to be kicking off episode number five of Broad New World. And I must say that I have really, really loved doing these episodes. And The feedback's been incredible so far, so thank you so much for all your words of encouragement. I'm glad you're getting something out of it, and that's all I want is for you to take something which is new and implement it, and hopefully, as I always say, be just a little bit more today than you were yesterday. And today, this is a really good topic today. I'm quite excited about it because there's a bit of an obsession with morning routines, which I, to be honest, I totally understand because you want to prime yourself for the day. Absolutely. I want to sort of flip that and talk about nighttime routines. Because for me personally, I think the nighttime routine has become even more important than my morning routine. If I don't get the nighttime routine, then the morning's gone, right? So this episode is called The Power of Having a Nighttime Routine. And there's a famous quote by Benjamin Franklin who said, early to bed, early to rise makes a man happy, healthy, and wise. And I could not agree more. So I'm going to go through three different parts of what I believe are the most low-hanging fruit for your nighttime routine that we can all improve. And they are technology, food, and spirituality. Okay? So... Let's start with technology because we're all connected to it. We're all connected to it right now as you're listening to this podcast. 
And we need to find ways of managing this because technology is absolutely one of the most disruptive areas of our life. It's also very empowering and we get to create and do things we never dreamt of, but we also need to know how to manage it. So the first thing I want to say is when you finish work, okay, you are finished work. It's that simple. And what Melissa and I like to do is we like to mark the end of the day with something which is what we call an aura cleanse. Now, if you're watching on Instagram Live or Facebook, I'll do something really funny. Standing up, you'll see me do something kind of strange. But we do this little thing called a whoosh, okay? And the whoosh is basically, we do it together, and it's like an energetic shift that marks the end of one thing and a transition into another. So we go like this. Whoosh! Okay, slightly embarrassing, but it actually works. So find a way that you can do an oral cleanse. It might be a swim, it might be a shower, whatever it is, or a bath. Use that to switch from work into relaxation. So with your work finished, that means turn your computer off. Like literally, turn it off. Don't close it. Actually turn it off, shut it down. Because when you do that, it does something to your brain. If you can afford to do that with your phone as well, even better. But at a minimum, put your phone into airplane mode. Absolutely. Which, to be honest, our phones should be on airplane mode most of the day if you can afford it. And certainly my phone is very, very rarely on, as my friends will testify, because they can never call me. But, you know, this is time to wind down. It's time to get into a more softer, feminine state. It's time to relax. It's time to digest. And, you know, this also goes for lighting in the house as well, because our lights are, to be quite honest, they're kind of poisonous. That light tells your body that you are, that it's daytime, that it's midday, but it's not. It's not. It's nighttime. It's time to soften. So we actually don't use any lights in our house other than salt lamps because salt lamps are more red. And we have a couple of kitchen lights which are incandescent, the more traditional light bulb and very soft. So think of the nighttime as soft, feminine, relaxing. Okay. One other thing that we do, which has made a huge difference, is wearing blue blocker sunglasses. Now, you can look at the ones that we wear. They're called Swanic or Swannies, they're called. You can look at those at melissaambrosini.com forward slash Swannies, S-W-A-N-N-I-E-S. That'll take you to the right place. But this basically just helps your body get into a much more relaxed state because you're not taking in all this artificial light, okay? And there's much more science to it than that, but we won't go into it today. Try and use night shift on your iPhone if you've got it so you have a more orange light on your screen, which is a lot better. And if you have to use your computer, if you absolutely must have it on, then you can get a free app called Flux. I think it's getflux.com. And that will soften and take the blue light out of your computer. And TV, look, I think TV is amazing for relaxation. I think it's a really nice tool, to be honest. Not always, but I think sometimes it's totally cool. But it's been shown, and I mentioned this the other day in a previous episode, that it's been shown that no more than 45 minutes in blue zones of the world, these longevity cultures, it's been studied that more than 45 minutes of TV a day starts to erode levels of happiness. So for us in our code, which is another episode you can look back on, we do 30 minutes. That's our maximum, okay? And it's enough to wind down and just kind of relax and mark that transition into the evening. The next one is food. Okay, so food is a big, big one. I'm not going to talk about what to eat, but we want to talk about 
when to eat. Okay. Now, Buddha, Buddha had his last meal at midday and he encouraged all of his students to do the same because for him, he felt that attaining greater health was having much longer period before bedtime and your last meal. Now, I think midday is probably a bit extreme these days, obviously, because we're in a much more stressed state and our adrenal glands need more calories and more nutrition. But we can certainly take a lot of lessons from that. So let's say we're going to go to sleep at 9 p.m. In fact, as a general rule, asleep by no later than 10 if you're able to do it, depending on your work. Because from 10 till 2, it's a pitta phase of the evening, okay? And this is the phase where the body is cleaning house, okay? It's digesting. And I don't mean it's digesting in the stomach. It's digesting in the small intestine. So we're not trying to digest food up here. We're trying to assimilate the nutrients that have already passed through the stomach. So we don't want to go to bed with stomach, uh, sorry, with food in our stomach, okay? We want the stomach to be empty and for the food to be assimilated. Now, if you go to bed with food in your stomach, that's going to disrupt the detoxification process, okay? Now, this is very scientific stuff, and there is a very, very small minority of people who can eat before bed. According to Dr. Stephen Cabral, it's 1% of the population, and that just happens to be me. But I still don't do it because I much prefer to go to bed with an empty stomach. So for us, it is bed at 9 o'clock, Sorry, bed at 8.30, asleep by 9 o'clock, which means we have to have dinner at 5.30 because we want to have a minimum of three hours between bed and our last meal of the day, okay? And we want that meal to be nice and light. Very simple. Three hours before you go to bed, you should be finished eating, okay? And the last one I want to talk about is spirituality. Now, For me, I always mark the end of the day with meditation and you can absolutely join me on the daily med, which is a challenge to meditate every day of the year. And for me today was was meditation number 15. I'm doing two a day. So that's 730 meditations for the year. And I would love for you to join me. But meditating at the end of the day just feels beautiful because you are getting into that much softer state. Okay. And sometimes I'll have a shower or a bath before I meditate because it even it's even more soft. And I've had that aura cleanse before shifting from that work state into that relaxation state. But I think a shower before dinner is really important because it's telling your body that you are now in a different state, right? It's telling your body that, okay, we're done with the stress. We're done with the cortisol. Now let's relax. Let's start producing more melatonin and let's start getting into a more relaxed state for digestion, okay? And there's some little things you can do. You can diffuse essential oils, which bring a sense of spirituality into your home. You can light a candle, which I have to go and buy a beeswax candle because I want to do more of this. Even just lighting a beeswax candle and just looking at the flame for a few minutes in darkness and just focusing on that flame is such a powerful uh, relaxant for the nervous system. It's incredible. It's an ancient Vedic practice, which you can try. And even just a few minutes of light yoga before you get into bed is also really powerful. And I don't mean, you know, anything strenuous, just really light, just moving the body and making sure you twist in each direction of the body, side, you know, around, um, forwards, backwards. And that can be quite powerful as well. And the last thing I like to do is 
I've started doing this recently. I've started reading in bed, but reading from a paperback, which I haven't done in years. I've been using Kindle and reading fiction. I mean, I always felt guilty reading fiction, like I was wasting my life. But I'm, I have found that not only do I get to sleep quicker, I have a better sleep. And it's almost like that creativity, that imagination allows you to go into a more dreamy state. And that's, I don't know if there's any science on that, but that's certainly how it feels to me. So when you're lying in bed, you've finished reading, the lights are off. The very last thing you can do is a very, very simple meditation practice. And it's just the practice of breathing in for three seconds and breathing out for six. So longer on the out breath than the in breath. And just do it for a few minutes. And what this is going to do is completely switch your nervous system into a state of relaxation. Okay. So there are my tips for a powerful nighttime routine. You'll be able to get all of the show notes at broadhurst.world forward slash five. And if anyone that you know could benefit from having a nighttime routine, please do send them this episode. I would love it and be so grateful if you could head to iTunes or your favorite podcast app and leave me a five-star review. And just tell me what it is in that review that you love about the show. And by all means, make any suggestions or questions. I am completely at your service and would love to hear from you. So thank you so much for being here. I love you lots and can't wait to chat to you soon. And just before you go, just wanted to let you know that the information and views presented in this podcast are personal and for educational and entertainment purposes only. The information presented is not intended as a substitute for medical or professional advice. Please seek advice from a qualified medical practitioner before starting any new diet, health or lifestyle practice. There you go. Catch you soon.